The following program is produced by the Tech Talk Radio Network. Hey, this is Dietrich Bader from Batman, and you're listening to Tech Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeird. And I'm Justin Lemmy. We have the show that talks about computers. Technology. And the internet. Pretty What's much. up, guys? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How you doing? I'm doing good. So once again, we, we don't... I don't know where the heck Broadway is. He's working on his studio right now. He never even answered. I sent him texts. I sent him... I sent him texts and then he's I He's either him on doing Facebook. one of two things. He's either working on his studio or he's sleeping. Yeah, I think maybe he's working on a studio. <laughs> Let's just go with I'll that. give him the benefit of the doubt. We'll Did you that. guys see him trying to build? See, that's why I wanted to get him on because he was building It was a so cool. And it was so frustrating watching well, him yeah. do it. <laughs> but the no, the, the the computer build yes was frustrating, but when he when he sent us that video of the studio, oh yeah. And he was using like what what would you call those egg those are cartons? Egg, cartons. egg cartons yeah. for, for the sound deadening. I was like, that is the most redneck thing I've ever seen in my life. And it is so beautiful. So he, he built this studio and he's got, he got him. He's invested. He's got, you know, a brand new gaming computer, one for audio. He's got, he put a green screen in there. Yeah. I was, I was well, like, no, yeah. not a green screen, a green paint. I mean, I, he painted his wall green, didn't he? Oh, no, I, I think there was an edge. I think there were, it looked like. Oh, there was okay. Fabric. I thought he just painted his whole. Anyway, it looks good. Yeah, it really does. But then what we couldn't get over is that, you know, some people, like, I don't, in my room, the acoustics in here are really good because it's one door out and we've got carpet. So it, it helps with the acoustics when you have a home studio. But he went all out. He got yeah. egg cartons because, well, he's tied to the chicken community and he put up egg cartons on his wall to, to absorb the sound. Not, not just a couple of them. He literally <laughs> did the entire wall stapled. With egg cartons, but it looks good. It 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 looks redneck. Uh, well, but, ho- hopefully, maybe you can join us later. Or join us to to you know next week's show and talk about it. Yeah. But while but while we're doing this though, now Amanda is also doing a bunch of stuff with education, so we're gonna see if we can get her on. But right now, Sean, who's doing the show with us, <laughs> he's in the hotbed of weather right now. Sean, why don't you tell it? Explain a little, like, what's going on where you're at in South Bend. Right now, we're under severe so, weather. Just a moment ago, you probably heard my weather uh, radio going off. Yeah. I, I'm not a, I wouldn't say I'm a prepper or anything like that, but I do take precautions. I do have a weather radio. I do have a go bag, if you will, should something happen and I have to get out of the house quickly. Um, but, uh, yeah, so right now, I had a branch come down outside right before we started the call. Wow. The winds, the winds picked up. Uh, I'm downstairs, so I can't hear it. Um, now, I'm is your wife safe? You said your wife was at a party. Is is she safe? My wife, I, she left right before the storm, uh, and I told her, you know, just if you need to come home, come home, or just stay at your friend's house for the time being. And yeah. then I then I jokingly said, do I need to go get a chainsaw just in case I have to cut you out of a, you know, make a path for you home? Because we, we do live yeah, with just, a lot of we, trees. We do live uh, in a pretty rural area of, South, of Indiana, so... Um, have you ever what, now? Have you ever what, been through a tornado before? Like, yes. You have no. What, what, yeah, me too. I I have never experienced that. Thankfully, I've been through earthquakes, seven point two, big big one. Uh, but, excuse me, I've been through a nine point No, you have. Not. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, See, I was, I was just. You gonna no, take that back now? You gonna take that back? <laughs> I take it back. Okay. So yeah, for our listeners that don't know, you were in Japan. Yeah, in the two thousand eleven earthquake. Yeah, the Fukushima. Yep, I was there. But anyway, go ahead. Years Man. Going. All right, so. So I, I don't know what a tornado would be like, but I'll tell you this. <laughs> Sean sent, sent me a picture. I said, how's the weather holding up there? 
And it, there's, it, a for, shot of, there's a shot of the raid radar. I, I looked at that and I said, holy mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that is a wall. That's like that's like the wall from Game of Thrones. I mean, yeah, it is so they, just they, they, they call this a bow echo uh, or also known as a Dreco. Uh, now, obviously, hold on real quick. Hold on. For our radio listeners, you obviously can't see this, but we do have a video podcast on our website, techtalkradio.com. You can actually watch the video of us talking about this right now. This clip will be up there, so you'll be able to see that. Yeah, so it's just a shot of the radar, but it's it's uh, just pretty intense right now. I mean, it's not clearly the worst I've been through. Um, growing up in northern Michigan along the lakeshore, we usually got hit yeah. by storms that got generated, especially in the summertime, that as they came over the lake, gained strength because of the warm water in the lake sure. um you know straight line winds that kind of stuff but down here in indiana last year we had two tornadoes come through um nothing major we don't get the big plains tornadoes the ef5s or yeah the, let's just hope not those types of things um, but we do get ef zeros and ef ones that do damage buildings and uh take down power lines and tree branches and stuff like that but uh actually so when, if, when broadway was living in georgia I was in Atlanta. We went and visited him. This is like, we're talking you know, decades ago. And we visited him. And I remember he was like, oh, come to the basement. I'm like, you got a basement? Because I have never, ever lived anywhere where we've had a basement. Really? Nowhere. Because you, you, but really, it's not so much a basement as it is a storm cellar, right? Where you go down and you just hunker down. But, I mean, they make them up real nice. And he was telling me, oh, yeah, no. Now they make them up. You got flat screens. You got... You've got, uh, you know, sometimes kitchens to be able to subside in in case anything ever happens. You feel a little better. I mean, you you feel safe there, don't you, Sean? Yeah, I mean, I'm in the basement. If anything were to happen, I'm protected. I mean, I'm in the ground. Yeah, I'm literally, yeah. I'm literally underground. So, so if you're watching the video podcast and Sean does get hit by a tornado, <laughs> just look for the roof getting ripped off above his head, and if he disappears. <laughs> Like, oh, this could bring our viewership up a little. That's awesome. <laughs> this would go viral. <laughs> yeah, the tornado warning has now expired, according to because uh, the emails from work I get Notre, Notre Dame alerts. So the tornado warning has expired. So, oh man, wow! That's, Never trust the weatherman. That's that's got to be a little crazy. All right, big stuff this week. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. Um, I have some questions. Uh, I'm going to be doing a, te a segment on television a little later, so I might be able to pick your brains on this stuff. But um, I think, we, you know, we wrapped up the show last week and we kind of talked a little bit about Dr. Disrespect, the mm -hmm. streamer that does video games online, makes millions of dollars. Yeah. And Twitch, like, kind of just said, you're done. Yep. And he has no idea why. Well, that's what he says. And there was a very interesting uh, post that Justin Justin sent me this this message this week. He said... So Dr. Suspect goes on and says... Well, hold on. Let me tell us. All right. Go, you go ahead and do that. Oh, there goes Broadway. Here comes oh, Broadway. Yeah. Speaking of... Broadway popping in. There's that high-quality uh -oh. audio. <laughs> Broadway, are you there? Sounds like he's in a tornado. He just muted his mic. So yeah, he's, he's, clearly something wasn't working. He's but. trying to figure out what's wrong. All right. So explain a little bit about this Dr. Disrespect thing. Yeah, so, uh, you know, he got banned from Twitch back in June. I mean, he had millions of subscribers and millions of followers. And he stated that he doesn't know the reason why he got banned. I mean, I'm pretty sure he has a good idea. He went quiet from June. Uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, last Thursday, um, he posted a video on YouTube. It was kind of like a, kind of like a music video, I guess. It's, it's, it's him singing. But mm -hmm. it's like a music video. It's kind of like an 80s like hair band rock kind of thing. Right. But the, the, the video was titled, 
the skies are turning red and red was emphasized. And so I'm listening to this. And so I made a comment on the thing saying, does this mean you're going to YouTube? Because, you know, YouTube is red, red you know, yeah. and, and everything. All of a sudden, like 30 minutes later, he goes live on YouTube. And what he does is interesting. He didn't actually go live. I mean, his channel went live. But what he did was he just put kind of like this animated splash screen of his logo. And uh, it was an animated logo. But he let it run for 24 hours. Oh, wow. And he had like 350,000 people watching this animated logo. And people were just subscribing left and right. Bam, bam, bam. You know, sending him money, sending him subscriptions. So he let it go for 24 hours. Next day, he actually goes live. He's already got like 2.5 million subscribers. His first live stream, he's got over a half a million people watching live. It's funny because it is ridiculous. He broke every record. You had sent me you had sent me the message and I I, I thought, okay, I'm going to talk about this on the radio show. Right. Yeah. On the regular radio show, because he's he's pretty big in in pop culture. One of the biggest ones. Yeah. And I, I said I looked at the number and I said, wait. Just to verify, is this 3,000 people that were watching him? 30,000? And you said, no, no 300,000. Well, like, at the for time that of that day. message, yeah. was 300. But now, but, but that, was, that was during the splash screen. But then when he actually went live, it got up to 500 and, and change. 500,000 and change people wow. watching him. It's insane. And, and at the time of this recording right now, he's actually live right now. And he's got over 150,000 people watching him. Which, I mean, it blows every other streamer out of the water. I mean, yeah. the, the, the amount of press that this got him, this whole ban, the amount of news surrounding it just got people more and more interested in his uh, character and in his business. And so he makes a comeback on YouTube and everybody's watching. It's, it's, it's insane. The wow. dude is making so much money. Uh, yesterday when I was, not yesterday, uh, let's see, a couple days ago, when I was watching the very first stream, uh, so that'd be Friday, last Friday. Yeah. He had a person send him a thousand dollar donation. Another couple people sent him a $500 donation, which is ridiculous. I mean, I send like a dollar when I, when I want to send a streamer some money, I'm like, yeah, here's a dollar, you know, no big deal. No <laughs> big deal. Dollar. I mean, I, here's I can a dollar, afford it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, you got 3000 people watching. If everybody donates a dollar, that's $3,000 right yeah, there. Yeah. But people are dropping a thousand bucks, 500 bucks and saying, Hey, welcome back, doc. We've missed you. It's like, good God. Now, and, and now does he have a contract with YouTube? No. I have no is, idea. He goes, he goes free agent basically now. He has not, he has not announced that he is exclusively going to YouTube. He's just streaming there. Wow. Just like Ninja streamed on Twitch again and said, well, I'm here, but I'm not, this isn't where I'm going to stay, or this isn't where I'm going to be all the time. So, so these guys, they, and then, they could just set up a channel and just start could. going. And, and Now, there's a third person in this whole mix. Uh, the other major, major streamer, we haven't really talked about him, is, is he goes by the name of Shroud. Right. And um, Shroud was on Mixer with, uh, with Ninja when Mixer got shut down. Uh, Mixer got shut down, if you haven't heard about this. Uh, Mixer, just, it just couldn't make the ends meet. Microsoft owned Mixer. They made a deal with Facebook to take over the content from Mixer. But Ninja and Shroud and a couple other people, they had exclusivity contracts with Mixer. They got to go free agent. So they got all the millions of dollars that were that were promised to them by Microsoft. And then they got to go free agent. So Ninja and Shroud were the two biggest ones. 
Ninja, you know, he does what he wants to do. Ninja wants to go Hollywood now, apparently. He's he's looking at becoming a movie star, uh, which, you know, good for him. If it works out, great. But I think he's a horrible actor. Um, great gamer, horrible actor. Um, but, you know, Shroud, he's been kind of like, nobody really knows what he's going to do. And people have been talking that he's been teasing that he wants to go pro again. Mm. Now, you would think that these guys that make money doing video games that classifies them as being a professional because well that's what they do but what i think what he's talking about is he wants to go and compete in tournaments right and make hundreds of thousands of dollars per tournament you know so i don't know we'll see but right now dr disrespect has got an amazing following he's back he's better than ever and i love i love i love 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 his uh his little um intros and outros and things that he puts in the mix because they're still from twitch so it's funny because he'll actually start like a little like segment where it talks about how to become a subscriber and it mentions right before it mentions the word twitch it kind of stutters and it jitters and then he's like and then it shows him in front of a green screen going hey alex we need a new we need a new intro and it's like oh you can be a youtube subscriber now and it's like i don't know it's just you have to see it to understand it but it's so like horribly produced but it's professionally produced because that's his whole character it's like it's so bad it's good all right so now uh we we brought amanda in we've got amanda everybody say hi to amanda hi amanda Amanda. it's good we have you here and uh uh, sean actually could probably help out on this as well justin i'm sure you you may have some insight so um i've got a a tv reporter that's here in town uh she's really great you guys matter of fact you guys both know her you both know brooke Brooke yeah, Weiner, Brooke right? Weiner. Yeah, she used yeah. to work for Fox 31 in Denver. She used to work with you guys there. Didn't yep. she work in San Diego as well? I don't recall that. Think Not she... that I recall. Well, so uh, she's putting together a story about education and with remote learning that a lot of the parents are now like, you know, jumping into. Um, what are some things that we should be thinking about for parents that are maybe not tech savvy? What are the things they have to overcome? And like some of the questions she's she's asked me in advance have been like, do you need to have a router? Like, a do you need to have a better router? Do you need to update your router? Does the kid have to be in the same room the router is in? Um, and some, you know, I asked another teacher about this and I said, what are some of the questions you're getting? And they're just saying login problems. Like, what? who do you who do you ask when you're having a problem? Amanda, what what do you think is going to be some of the biggest hurdles when it comes to remote learning? Um, a lot of it is just usability and and knowing what applications or what programs your district is using kind of thing and getting that message and communicating to parents out there because, you know, if they're there or if they're not there, we still have a partnership with them. So it's all about that community-based, um, how we're getting that message out there to them, basically, and and what's the easiest way for them to contact us or figure out if we are doing a training for parents right. or where if we're not doing a training and they're not available during hours of the day, where can they go to find that information? Has, so, that, has that been something um, that maybe the people have recommended saying, Hey, how about, uh, you know, the instructors, the teachers in this do a, maybe a separate training course just for the parents, you know, it's like yeah. kind of like learning the new math. Yeah. I never yeah. wanted to do it, but mm-hmm. I'm sure parents might want to say, well, I want to learn, you know, how to use a Chromebook, how to, how to connect to the internet. Are they doing something along that line? They are. So like our district is um, 
we have done a couple of parent trainings already through our IT department, so our tech instructional technology support department. And then in our department, teaching and learning, we are supporting teachers to support students to um, to so that the teachers can have that support as well. And they, they, they have an option of getting training too, asynchronous or synchronously. And they can also um, train, the, train the parents. So what a lot of our schools are doing is they are doing a back to school night virtually through Teams. Oh, cool. And they're trying to figure out right now what's the best way to use Microsoft products because we're fully Microsoft district. Um, what could we use because we have parents that speak multiple languages. So we've looked at things like Ooh. Teams Live. Would that be an option? Or Teams, you know, um, the Microsoft Translator. We looked at things like that so that parents can participate in a virtual setting, see the teacher, get the message, find out if we're doing more trainings or if they need support, and then we can go, you know, find that support for them as well. Mm. Now, so, uh, so are problems, like, uh, are, are going to be more, when it comes to the tech side of it, is it going to be more like laptops? Have you had parents asking, oh, what laptop do I buy? Um, you know, what router do I get? I mean, it doesn't, it seems like most people have some kind of infrastructure. Most do. Some, not everybody does. A lot of our district is, um, I know like over the springtime when it was a crisis learning and we're still in crisis learning right now. Um, basically the, the parents were just using whatever they had, if they had something or they were using a mobile device which is like today, a lot of our local school districts uh -huh. have gone back and they're ha I'm having troubles just on my cell phone getting online because they're using so much around me. Right. Um, so I think it's like, it's a, it's a lot of, de depending upon the district and where you're at or the county, but a lot of our schools here in San Bernardino County, we have um, been provided devices. They were just on back order. So mm -hmm. some of our school's districts have pushed back the start of the school year because of it because they're trying to get the devices out for the little kids, you know, the TK kindergarten, first graders. So that's kind of fun. And then they're also using things like um, scannable, like badges they're oh, thinking cool. about using so that the kids can just scan it and go because a kindergartner or a TK, you know, that's like in between kindergarten, first grade, or even preschool kid, you know, they can't, um, they don't know what the capital letter A is a lowercase A. They don't know what the letter D might be necessarily right. right so they can't just type in their number or their whatever their password is so they have like a scannable qr code so they that they can access most devices have you guys so I, I want i'm wondering have you guys used uh, external monitors at all be uh because i just saw an ad the other day for one and i think it was i want to say maybe it was cnet and it's an external monitor that is does 1920 you know uh 1080 does you know full full that and it's a usb-c uh, USB-C device, and I kind of said it weird, USB-C, um, but <laughs> but it plugs into your laptop, but I'm thinking it would also plug into your smartphone, and then you would actually have it serving as a monitor. This might be kind of cool technology for something like that, especially if they don't have a laptop. Maybe they want to use their phone for doing that, that instruction. Have you guys ever tried any of that? I've never done it off my phone. I, I have an external monitor. I usually have two monitors. Actually, I yeah. usually have two laptops going, and then I have an external <laughs> monitor. So so I, I, I know that with the most up-to-date version of the iOS, mm -hmm. you can use your iPad Pro as a second screen for your MacBook or your iMac. Um, but you have to have the – it's a iOS 14 plus the most up-to-date version of Catalina – 
to make it work. But we've done it at work, and it actually seems it's actually pretty cool because if your iPad, if you're using your computer, you're not necessarily using your iPad at the same time. So you could dock it right next to your computer and have it as a mm. whatever the size the iPad Pro is, 13 or 14 inches. Because those things are massive iPads, and they're hard right. to use by themselves. Yeah. So you might as well use them for something. That's going to be like, that's like an extra, what, 800 bucks you'd, you'd be spending on that? On top of what you're going to pay for a Mac. Yeah, but, but if you already have it and you're using it, a lot of people that I've seen that you're using it, are the people that use them for digital drawing, the Wacom tablet, use them as their Wacom uh, tablet, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And then you could use it as a second screen and then still draw on it using the Apple Pen and those types of things. Can you can you tell we have a lot of love for Wacom? <laughs> Got a lot of love for their products. The Cintiq is something I've always wanted to try. All right, let's let's go ahead and say hello to the elephant in the room. That would be that would be Broadway. <laughs> is your is your microphone working now? The studio was completely tore down, right? And I had to build my gaming PC, my new streaming PC, but I'm still doing everything off the laptop. Everything gets streamed off the laptop. So I was in between the two machines when y'all called me. It was yelling at me. So <laughs> I, I don't know if everything's tuned in, dialed, or not. I was trying you know, to plug yeah, in. It's it, you're, you're actually sounding better, but especially when you get closer to the microphone, you can definitely hear you better. But it, it, it's, I just yeah. want to eat the mic. Sorry. Or just yell. I usually Okay, yell. how about that? Nope, <laughs> that's overmodulated. Yeah. <laughs> Or why? So why we got here? Uh, I don't know if uh, Amanda has seen the amazing job you did on soundproofing your studio. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Let me unzoom my camera. Hang All right. On. Let me find that. And then we will we see go. your massive egg carton crate of look at that. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I love the U-Haul boxes in the background, dude. I mean, that is the most redneck thing I've ever seen, and it's I love it. I love everything about that. Yeah, but that's just one portion of the wall. <laughs> I have a question. No, I haven't, I haven't finished yet. I haven't finished yet, y'all. Are they 18 count or 24? They're 30 count. Great. <laughs> oh, there you go. oh, Amanda knows her egg cartons. <laughs> now, how, how did you get so many egg cartons? Like, wow. What did you do? Dude, he farms chickens. He farms chickens. Right? Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> wow, Andy. Mind blown. <laughs> Wow. He literally streamed his chickens. All right, everybody, just in case this doesn't happen to be in the feed, Andy just reached down over at his space bar to mark an edit where he wants to edit that comment out. Yes, he did. I saw that. I saw That is great. So we can adjust the microphone after the commercial break. No, you do definitely sound better than you normally do. Absolutely. You sound great. Okay, so um, in all honesty, I have the whole wall in front of me where I speak towards is all egg crated. I have the door to my side egg crated, which is what I just showed y'all. To my right, uh, my right, your left would be the U-Haul boxes. And then <laughs> that side of the room I still have to cover. And then I have to come around uh, and do the remaining walls with egg crates as well. But pretty much the whole room, which is only a 10 by... Tim? Tell us about this computer you built. Uh, you were having the hardest time with that this week. Oh, gosh. So the motherboard was wrong, right? We we yeah. covered that topic last time, right? I was you, pretty you, mad at A well, and E. You bought the AMD version of Intel? Was that right? Or, or I, went AMD, I went AMD, and I went with a 3.7, uh, I'm sorry, a 3700X. Um, I ended up buying a Asus X570i TX board, so it's very small. But it has two M uh, NVMe M2 slots. So, I mean, that was all I ever needed. Um, I'm running a 2060, uh, you know, NVIDIA card. 
Okay. Um, the case is a very small Lin Lee, so it can be picked up and carried. Nice. I don't know if you've seen one of those. But I will sh- I will send y'all pictures of the whole build. I, I know y'all saw a little bit of it, but I'll send the whole, uh, the whole thing. But yes, everything was a uh, um, sugar honey iced tea episode previous, mm-hmm. but it all got here. And I installed it, and then the, in- the installation was taken forever because the NVMe RAID would not load. Oh. So even though the motherboard supports NVMe RAID, even though they give you drivers, I installed the drive. I slipstreamed the drivers inside the Windows install, and it still didn't work. So I just said, you know what? Why am I trying to be greedy and stripe, or why am I trying to RAID zero to NVMe drives? Mm-hmm. Just because I can, sure. But the overhead is—I mean, the overhead between the RAID zero and actually just using the two drives separately was not worth the trouble. Now we do like what you did with the um, with the background. You did a green screen so you could change the background out. Like, uh, what software are you using? Are you using OBS to yes. and then? So I stream with OBS, but right now you're only seeing the Logitech software that comes with the Logitech camera, and all it does is allow me to do is do a chroma key, and I can adjust it based off the color of what the screen is behind me, and the screen behind me is a 99 cent Walmart tablecloth. Those are the best. Really? Huh. That's it? Yes. A wow. tablecloth. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I paid for 10 of them, and I, I layered it. So what I should have done, I would have saved myself a lot of money. I would have saved myself 9 bucks if I would have <laughs> put my wife's old dark blue sheet from our king bed that we had that she was going to throw away or give to the mm-hmm. dogs. If I would have put that as the base first and then covered it with this lime green sheet, done. Wow. Done. Wow, that's pretty cool. I like it. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with more of Tech Talk Radio. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash tech talkers. We'll be right back. So we're talking with John Broadway about his studio that he has he has redone and it's looking pretty good. But, uh, you know, the goal is to eventually be stre- be a streamer and start streaming video games and other kinds of content. So when are you uh, when are you going to get into the actual streaming part of it? I sh- I'm uh, I'm streaming a little bit of everything already. I've already started doing a little bit of gaming, a little bit of reviewing, a little bit of music reviewing, a little bit of uh, trash talking. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not known for that. That's a new it's a new thing for me. So I'm working on it, uh, but um... <laughs> really, you don't say. That, oh, was that a joke? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And my comedy is definitely not what I'm going to focus on. So, yeah. you know that's... Now that's funny, right there. So, I'm here all week, folks. Here yeah. all week. Uh... Uh, no, I'm going to everything. I'm going to find my way, but basically, I'm going to try to do some of my live, my IRL. Like, I'm going to try to live stream taking care of the chickens because a lot of the Facebook followers wanted me to do that. Sure. Um, I'm going to try to stream some of the hunting, i.e. the setup and tear down of our little food plot and all the things associated with harvesting your own animals on your own property. Uh, so homesteading mm-hmm. and uh, technology, whatever. If, you know, I, I streamed building this PC in the episode I had building this PC. I mean, yeah. I had to do it. What I, the I heck was that big, stuff. big thing in the center? I mean, you had this you had a motherboard <laughs> and then you had something that looked the size of the motherboard. Like massive was that? Was that the CPU fan? Yes, it is the size. Why do you of need that, that that big? Because I don't have water cooling. Do, what, but do you really need? I mean, honestly, do you need I to have a fan like that? Four point three five gigahertz, and I'm running. I mean, uh, yeah, four point three five, and I'm running stable. And are you clocking it up? Is that the thing? Yes, sir. Oh, okay, then that all right. Then four, that one makes so four point three five from three point seven is a big jump. You're talking about yeah. five hundred megahertz. It's it's a it's a jump. Right. Have you seen it though? I mean, can you can you determine like, yeah, it's faster doing this? I haven't gamed one minute yet. 
<laughs> well, I mean, well, there you Come go. On. Even I've had time to game. Come on. I lo- yeah. This morning at 3 a.m., I loaded up the long dark to try one little session. And yeah. I was too tired, and I was already ready to go to bed. And I just said, I'll start today. And it's already 6.30 at night, and I don't know what I'm doing. You're going to play Fall Guys. You should yes. play Fall Guys. Oh, it's so good. Oh, Dude, it's good, but oh, my God. Don't, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. I somebody to play with. Oh, oh it's so much fun. Oh, my gosh. So the people what is, on it are ruthless. What is it? Oh, you're my little, gosh. You're a little so inflatable fun. object. You're like a little balloon, but you're it a... It looks like... No, it looks like the adipose from Doctor Who. Oh, that's good. That's good. What? That's what he looks like, the little yep. creature. I, I never watched Doctor Who, so I don't know. It's, it's oh. a 60-person oh. battle royale. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Okay. It's been two weeks since I've been on. Did he do his homework? No, I, I haven't. I don't know, because I wasn't here either. I haven't been able... To... I, I had it on, but without the sound because I, I never have time to sit and watch. The only thing I watched in the last week was American Pickle. That was it. But I didn't know uh, that. We, hey, guys, we all agreed that if he did not do his homework. Yeah, yeah, he didn't do his homework. Should we just leave now? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, come on. I'll watch it. You said you said tonight. Uh, I think I, I could have swore I heard you say I, tonight. I wasn't there to commit, so. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You were. Uh, it's just the fact that I had not seen Spaceballs, so. Uh, or The Princess Bride. Or The Princess Bride. Yeah, I don't even know where oh, I Oh, by the way, Spice, uh, Spaceballs is on uh, Netflix right now. Yes, and I, yes. I, I saw it. I had it on the other day, but I just don't have the volume because, I, 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 because I'm always recording. I always got something going on in the studio, so I didn't have it on. Ah. So I will, uh, I will do that. I'm just curious if you guys could hear that thunder that just rolled through. No, no, no I didn't hear that. That, that. that wasn't me just leaving. That was, me. <laughs> that was Broadway coming back. <laughs> With the thunder rolls. So Broadway, do your homework. Broadway, I was. We were just talking about this. So when I visited you in Atlanta, you have it. You had a storm cellar, a basement, and you yes. you were you were tricking it out. I remember when we uh, visited you, mm-hmm. uh, you and Michelle out there. But uh, see, Sean is in in one in Indiana where they have massive storms going on right now. So mm-hmm. I mean, while we're talking, the roof might disappear and. Boom, he'll go. Take a look oh at that gosh, storm. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. Yeah. I, they were here. Those those storms were here yesterday. I don't want to hear them whine. <laughs> I'm not, you see me whining? I'm sitting in the basement doing a show. I was on the third floor of this house setting up the streaming room for y'all. All right, so let me tell you about American Pickle. American Pickle, if you guys get a chance to watch this movie, all right? Okay. Amanda's thinking, what the heck is that? It's, I'm Googling. Uh, it's a movie done by Seth Rogen. It's Seth Rogen and Seth Rogen. So he, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He plays this yeah. guy who falls into a pickle vat, and he gets he gets basically he's got just like a rough life, right? His life is just like one bad thing after another, and then he falls into a pickle vat just as they're closing up the factory and they leave. Hundred years later, some kids come playing around the pickle vat, and they move the open, and he gets up, he wakes up, and you know doctors say, "Well, the brine preserved him, and that's why," and the whole bit, but he hasn't aged at all. So he meets his great grandson, who looks just like him. It actually, looks more like Buck Henry, but it's him. And it's uh, how a hundred years ago the thinking was different. And it's just a well done, really well told. This is movie. on Netflix, right? And no, it's on HBO Max. Oh, HBO Max. Okay, yeah. I saw an ad for it today, and I thought it would be really cool to watch. But yep, nope, not going to subscribe to HBO Max. So basically, it's like the Joker. I, yeah. see, I never saw the Joker. Like if he falls in a vat of something. Oh, does he? Okay. Well, no, in the original Batman, he did. did but he? it didn't preserve him for 100 years. Where are you going no. with this, Amanda? I don't know. I was just thinking because he fell 
still in a vat. That's immediately Just, what I thought. Okay. I was like, DC, it's there. It's yeah. Coming, She's getting the Joker and Captain America confused with some, some sort well, of Well, there you go. It's like She's throwing, like, ago. every it's comic like... book character right. into one. <laughs> like, just... <laughs> but no it's 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 uh it's pretty good it is there's a movie that's going to be on uh this is going to be on the 21st on apple plus in the or disney plus and that's why i'm thinking of getting disney plus uh, do any of you guys have it i do I, oh yeah absolutely you all Only have for it. the mandalorian yeah. though should Probably i should somebody... i drop hulu and just get disney plus or go with the package mm. I don't I watch sports. Both. Well, wait, hold on. There, there's the package. Pay, I mean, you get Disney Plus. Pay twelve ninety nine on Disney Plus for Disney Plus and Hulu. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but then like... you don't get Hulu Live. Well, so yeah, but he has. He's already got cable. He's got yeah. cable yeah, already. Cable so. and you don't need it. Yeah, yeah the, I I just get the I just I have Disney Plus by itself. I have the Hulu Live, which I pay fifty two yeah. bucks a month for. But I don't have cable. But now I've already paid for my Disney subscription, so I can't really get the bundle. With Hulu, so I have to pay the fifty-two bucks for Hulu, and then I, you know, pay the, I don't know what it is, twelve bucks a month for like Disney Plus. Or something. Did you get the deal where you got you bought a year and you got like two free or something? Uh, I think no, it's a prepay for three years, but you pay, basically pay at a really heavily discounted rate. Oh, so we've got it for yeah, three years. Gotten it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going through the yeah. same thing right now, so I'm, I'm I'm I'll probably go ahead and get Disney Plus because they got one coming up called the One and Only Ivan. Which is a CG animated oh, one. It's a book. It's, it's a, a book. book. So, so they're they they're doing this with um, who I think is just a great actor, Brian Cranston. Yes. And oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's Danny, he's excellent. He's it's excellent. Uh, Brian Cranston. Danny DeVito does a voice. Uh, the voice of Ivan the Gorilla is done by Sam Rockwell, who was an, another tremendous actor. Uh, and uh, Shaka Khan is in it, but not as a voice. It's like she's in it. It's like that's Shaka Khan. <laughs> so I'm like, I I, I want to see it. But that one's going to be on Disney Plus. On the twenty first, it's a great book, and if you want the sequel, it's um, the one and only Bob. What's well, it? You know, it's based on a true story. Did you yeah. know that this this yeah. uh, this gorilla was at a shopping mall in uh, Tacoma, and the people like revolted and saying, "Gosh, this is not right for this this gorilla to be here at this mall." But he was there like twenty six years, so they finally you know, moved him to the Atlanta Zoo, and that's where he lived very happily. I guess the end of his days. But it's based on a, a true story about this Ivan the Gorilla, so I want to I want to definitely check that one out. That that should be good. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. So what, Sean, what else have you been working on? Zoom. So we Zoom? went back to school. We went back to school today, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. Oh. We had students. We had students on campus. We oh. have 157 smart rooms on campus. Now what what <laughs> wow. are the, what are those? What is that? Oh God, they could be varying from just a simple live room to a live whiteboard to a projected live whiteboard to a simul like a live slash in-person classroom um document scanning all sorts of stuff so um well Notre Dame Studios does that that's not part of my job but that is part of my department um but we have been doing tons and tons and tons of zoom stuff and it's just going to keep going Nice. So, are people having a problem with bandwidth? And you know, uh, suddenly realizing that, oh, wait a minute, uh, my kids can't watch Disney Plus, or they can't watch. Uh... Uh, on campus, we haven't been having any issues. I mean, we've been working all summer to boost the network infrastructure. Um, it wasn't only for uh, classes coming back, but we were we were hosting one of the presidential debates in September, but that has been since canceled. Um, so we have been boosting our network infrastructure for that, but. We haven't had any network issues on campus. Um, I think 
over the summer, we were averaging like 23,000 Zoom calls a day. Oh, my Lord. On camp between on networks on Notre Dame's network. I don't know what that is today uh, based on the class load and stuff we have, but um, we've been doing a lot of Zoom calls. So, mm. Wow. Now, uh, do you guys use like VR technology or anything like that for anatomies or science labs or anything? Or are you just still hands-on? I am not involved in that, so I don't know the answer to that. Oh, okay. Now, Justin, you're, you've been working on something as well, uh, getting your DSLR to start working with your streaming. Tell us what that project was like. Well, I, I'm, I was trying to. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I wanted to use a, a better camera uh, for, for doing uh, live streams and also the show. But uh, I, I, was, I came across a piece of software that um, I, I thought, well, obviously this is the go-to software for people to use DSLR cameras. Um, I didn't purchase it because Nikon, at, right around the same time I was looking to purchase the software, Nikon came out with the webcam utility. And I was like, wow, perfect timing. I'll just go ahead and get that because that's free. And um, it's not working so great. I mean, first off, like if I use my webcam, now I'm not using my DSLR right now. Uh, I'm using my regular webcam. But uh, if I use the DSLR, I get letterboxing around everything. So it's like a smaller version of me in, in the screen and it doesn't look right. And also I've been noticing that the camera just shuts off every like three minutes and I have to like reboot the camera, which is weird. Um, so haven't been able to figure that out yet i'm probably not going to use the the web or the dslr until i figure this out but uh i did get a, a 10 inch uh halo uh, uh circular uh light oh those so are have, cool so i have that like on me right now so that way it gives me the front light so when i'm doing the show i can keep the rest of the room dark but i can have the light right on me so it helps you know helps see me better are you, you can uh, see John Stamos a lot better, too. Absolutely. I, I made sure to put a little extra light on him, too. That's why Amanda's here. It's yes. all because of yeah, John Stamos yeah. right absolutely. there in the background. I like it. Now, where did you go, John? You popped out, and then you came back. I, I'm, I was, I'm playing with my, my green screen to try to put an image behind me, but the Logitech software doesn't let me. And plus, I, I found my mic setting was definitely way low, and I yeah, fixed that. Yeah, there you go. Um, so one thing I didn't address with y'all that I, I do want to bring up after we have a break is the new technology I did find, and I needed during this transition of all these computers, that I was like, where in the heck has this been? And it's completely helpful for people that have multiple PCs on the same desk, and they only want to use one keyboard and mouse, and it's mm. nothing to do with hardware. All right, nice. well, let's, let's take another break. We come back, we'll find out what that is. Uh, with Tech Talk Radio. Welcome back to Tech Talk Radio. I'm Justin Lemmy. I'm Broadway. I'm Amanda. I'm Sean DeWeird. And I'm Andy Taylor. Well, so uh, have you guys done the census yet? Have any of you taken the official yes. census? Yeah. Yes. You, you, yeah. So you all done that. Uh, well, now what, what uh, some are doing is they're starting to visit houses and they're making phone calls. And people have been getting phone calls. Um, and this some are saying that it relates to the census. Others are saying COVID-19. But you have to be alert and be very careful because what you're what you're seeing now is even with the census calls, um, they're finding ways to, you know, get information out of you. You know, normally the, the info is going to be maybe how much money the household makes, uh, who's in the household, what's the nationality, you know, uh, that type of thing. But they have been finding that some hackers, some are, are making phone calls and asking questions like, oh, OK, what street did you live on when you were growing up? Um, what, you know, uh, could I get your parents surname? Uh, what's your nationality? Uh, you know, which would sound and then lead into, you know, Oh, what's your parents surname? What country are they from? Because, uh, those are questions you may find on qualifiers when it comes to resetting a password. 
and uh, or even getting into a system. So please, uh, if, do not hand out any personal information. You may not think that info is not personal, but you guys have done it. You've been on Facebook and you see people asking those quizzes, you know, oh, share where you were, what your favorite car is, your your the name of your first dog. And, you know, a lot of that stuff is phishing and it's set up. People come through, they read it and they have information that you might use. Yeah. Social engineering is a big part of hacking. It's you can get a lot Huge. of information uh, just from Huge. asking people basic questions and then going to their bank and posing as that person or doing other things that involve those types of questions where it's like you can get away with. And if you're savvy enough, convince people that you're this person by offering up these little nuggets of personal information without actually being the person. Yeah, so don't feel bad if you hang up on them. Uh, and that's actually the recommended task if they start asking more personal, more leading questions like that. Um, you could still go online. I believe you could, I think at this point, I think you could still do the census if you haven't done it yet, but get that information filled out. And uh, you could find that, I believe we have that link on our website in a banner at uh, for the station website for kgvy1080.com, which is, uh, which is good. Now, speaking of that uh, and the hack thing, uh, there was a there was a big hack that was done on Twitter not long ago, which um, yeah. is, it was pretty bad. So there were a couple kids who decided to hack Twitter, um, and what they did was they hijacked some high-profile clients, uh, Elon Musk, Bezos, um, a couple other large, Bill Gates, things like that, and used it to push a cryptocurrency scam. Basically, it said, give us cryptocurrency and we'll double your money. Right. So a lot of people bought into that because Bill Gates, they're all high profile people that invest tons of money. Because there's nothing so they want to do than just give their money away. Right. right. <laughs> so they arrested a teen uh, accused of masterminding the takeover, uh, forcing. But during the hearing uh, or an arraignment hearing or some sort of hearing at the courthouse, they were using a Zoom call because of COVID and those things and things. And it actually got interrupted multiple times, not just once, multiple times when by pornographic material, rap music, cursing, all those types of things. And they ended up having to shut down the whole thing. This Wait, this is a court proceeding? So it was the video court, basically, and they yep. were using Zoom for this? Yep. So they were using a, it's a, I don't know if it was an open or public uh, thing because most arraignments are open to the public. Like you could literally go down to the courthouse and watch people's arraignments because it's open to the public. So I don't know if by law they have to be public, <laughs> but you can imagine that they would involve some sort of security. Right. Yeah. But users disguise themselves with names such as CNN, BBC news and things like that. And basically pornographic material made it into I mean, this call and he had to cancel it on some teenagers. Or we're going to blame this on the incompetence of the IT department of the state or federal system I, I am going to say the incompetence of the people who set it up yeah. because you, you have to have a plan in place that's right and, right, and this is and this is four four months into covid right. you've had four months to figure out your it security right zoom has figured it out zoom was a mess when it first came out yeah. there yeah. were any security settings on zoom that were automatically enabled no, you had to go in and actually physically click everything, right? Yeah. That issue where we had a couple high-profile events on campus get Zoom bombed. Mm -hmm. But now we have it. We have an SOP in place for Zoom calls. We have it. We have to do this. We can't reuse our meeting ID numbers. We can't reuse links. We can only send the emails to the clients that are involved. So it makes sense that 
they drop the ball. Now I'm wondering and, and, is some of the other platforms like uh, well Microsoft Teams are they they've got to be taking especially if they're being used more in education now rather than corporate environment. I mean, I don't want my kids to see stuff like that. I'm sure that security's got to be a big issue with that. Yeah, the, the problem was yeah. the problem is moderation, right? We're talking yes. about something that has to be moderated, and, and none of these chat services actually have a built-in moderator tool, which is something simply in the gaming world comes with every channel or, or system you use, whether it's Discord or Twitch chat or any of those other, even YouTube. They have bots that are cloud-based that you could put into those channels that you stream to that moderate that kind of transaction. So you have bots in Microsoft in Teams, but they're different. Yes. They're more like question bots, right? They're like yeah. a little bit different. Yep. They have enabled recently, though, for education edition of Teams, they have like a waiting room. And so mm -hmm. if you're the owner of that team or you're the teacher, right, because you're the owner of that team, you can make everybody wait in that waiting room and you can either click everybody's name, which is what I would do if I was still in the classroom. I'd be clicking everybody's name because I don't if I don't recognize someone, I don't want them in my team. Right. Yeah, that's how you do um, attendance. Yeah, yeah that's how absolutely. You do attendance. Yeah. All right your there. analytics is right there in the back end. So. Yep. Yeah, they do have. They did enable that be since we left the the environment until now. So yeah, there are there are handfuls of corporations that are not using Zoom strictly because of the poor security. Yeah, uh, they are only using Teams. We, there are a couple of our vendors that we have to use Teams when we connect to them for service issues, uh, because they say we cannot put Zoom on our network. Yeah, I'm kind of one. I'm, my I'm, husband's doing the same thing in technology for his company, so. Yeah, they use Teams. Have you heard anything? Because I, I use Skype. Um, have you guys heard anything about switching to Teams? Is this something that eventually it is, it is. I will want to do or, or it is, will be done? Yeah. Skype already is Teams. You just don't know it yet. Yeah, right. it's going to be integrated, I think. I think is what's the kind of commonality is going that way. But I know I know Microsoft Teams is free right now. So if you ever want to test the it whole, out. The whole thing with Teams is they already said that they're moving Microsoft's Skype. Skype uh, Microsoft already said that Skype is moving into the Teams world. And even at yeah. corporate America, they've already shut off the application of Skype for the use. If you sign in, you get Teams. And then like Amanda has for her school, they have Teams. The Skype is an app she probably we had to redownload. We use Skype too, yeah. Like we use Skype too, but like to go outside of our organization. Mm -hmm. So right, Teams is right. just inside. Sorry, I've got a pencil because I'm a teacher. You know, <laughs> um, so, so like we use Teams for only in house, right? But if I want to get my kids to travel and go see, you know, uh, I don't know, some other country and talk to other kids and play a mystery Skype, right? I can go on Skype and I can connect to another educator and. We can talk to the Netherlands right. if that's possible. Right. Now I'm on a I'm on a paid plan with Skype, so that would just kind of transfer over. Because one thing I didn't want to do, and this is not a knock on Microsoft, because I have the Office suites from previous years that I'm very happy with. I just don't want to have to switch and go that route. And I don't know if that's the only way they're going to make that available. Uh, don't know if I'm going to have to go completely and go to Office 365, or or I can just stay with with Skype or I mean or Teams by itself. I they're, think they're going to disband Skype. You think it's just get rid of it? Oh, I, I've already read it. I'm, I was looking for the. I was looking for it. I think they're going to be phasing it out over the next they three years. They mentioned it like right, mm -hmm. like August, uh, April, May, sometime in Windows Weekly. I don't know. I I saw yeah. it somewhere. Yeah. Like I think it was Paul Thorod or somebody said something. Right now, uh, John, you uh, you've been trying out something that was kind of cool, and you wanted to kind of pass it along to us. Uh, it's a way to use your mouse on multiple computers without having to to plug in. Yeah, so you know that I have the new gaming rig, 
and I also have the laptop that I stream from. So in relation to everybody looking at my face, if you're watching, on my left is my laptop, and on my right is my gaming PC. I don't want to have to have a traditional KVM. This situation came about because of all the different keys in front of you. If you're a streamer or if you're doing anything in front of multiple computers and you don't want to have to have hardware, you just want to have the one keyboard and mouse, if the, if the, if the, the machines are on the same network, i.e. internal network, this software works by using your existing mouse. So you start off with your first PC. My first PC was my new gaming machine. You install this software by Microsoft. It's official Microsoft software, but it's by their garage is what it's called. And the software is called Mouse Without Borders. What? Microsoft Garage Mouse Without Borders. All right. And then what, what happens? So it installs a small application on, this, on your main desktop. Then you create a security key that you then install the software on the next machine, and it'll ask you, do you have this installed on another machine? You go, hey, yeah, I do. Here's the key. And the next thing you know, they link. And so from right now, when I grab my mouse, I'm looking at the camera. The camera's mounted on top of my main PC. So earlier when y'all were picking on me, that's why, because I have to look this way to look at y'all. Y'all are all over here. Uh -huh. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to my mouse from my main screen and come over to y'all, and then I can hang up on you or mute myself. Like just like you did right there. And I'm back. See how it works? Mm -hmm. And now my mouse goes back to the main screen, and I'm back to typing and doing all my normal things. Now, I know that Logitech uses a unifying feature on some of their um, – uh, they're wireless devices, so you can, you know, you can have one wireless uh, key, Bluetooth key, you plug it into one computer, and then you can unify that, so you, you can have two devices using one USB key, which is very nice. This is a way that really, you just, it just does it through the network, but is I, it, is, my, right, I don't have another piece of hardware anywhere. But how do you tell it that you wanted to run the other the other? Option? I go to the left of my screen because this is where the laptop is. So I scroll left like a second monitor, and it shows and up there. Just, wow, that's and then cool! All of a sudden, the mouse is there, and you got settings inside the software where you can tell it to um, don't allow it to go into the corners because you know how if you get in the top of a corner or something, you might accidentally go to the next screen. Mm -hmm. So all of those little down to the copy and paste, down to the clipboard, everything still works like a traditional KVM would, i.e with the same monitor. I have one monitor. I mean, I have multiple monitors. I just have one keyboard and mouse that's plugged into one main PC that I can go to any of these PCs in my house with. How much was this software? Free. Free. And you get it where? Microsoft Garage. It's called Microsoft Garage Mouse Without Borders. And I think it's up to four PCs. All I Googled was Mouse Without Borders and it took me right to Microsoft Garage. Yeah. I downloaded it. I've got my security code. I'm going to go put it on my Plex. I'm going to VNC into my Plex server right now, drop it on there, and see if I can do it. That would be cool. So I, could, I like that. I could technically control my husband's computer from here and turn off World of Warcraft if he's playing. Correct. But <laughs> the problem is that you guys won't see your – you've got to be able to see the mouse. I mean, you're not – the whole screen doesn't come over. Your well, if, mouse I, goes if he's the in the other room and I just keep scrolling to the yes. right, eventually yes. I'm going to get to his yes. computer yes. and shut it off. All you have to do is scroll over Alt F4, done. There you I go, don't want done. Him to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's correct. Alt F4, Alt F4, Alt F4. I can bang, totally bang, bang. hassle hop his desktop from here. Oh, but, goodness gracious. Amanda, you got you to do us a favor. If you do that, you've got to catch it on video. Oh, you know I will. I'm going to set up the video camera before he even gets home. <laughs> just to get the reaction would be perfect. I'm just, I mean, uh, all seriousness, this is one of the coolest That's tools really cool. that I found that I have found very helpful right now. I think I we're going to we're going to make that our website of the week uh, ahead of the normal segment because that works out pretty good. There's been an issue with Snapdragon. Number one, maybe our listeners don't know what Snapdragon is all about, but it is uh, a big driving force when it comes to your smartphones powered by Android. 
Uh, Sean, you were following this. Earlier this week, Qualcomm, Qualcomm is the parent company that owned, that makes Snapdragon the processors. They say a billion or more Android devices are vulnerable to hacks that can turn them into spying tools by exploiting more than 400 vulnerabilities in Qualcomm's Snapdragon chip. Wow. So Qualcomm has announced that they have already patched on their end, but there is no response from Google on when a update to their device or their operating system is available to fix said flaws. Now, isn't it true that if you have a, a Google device like a Pixel, those will get the update first and then it will be handed down to the other Android operating systems that are used by for Samsung devices, etc.? I, I don't know how Google handles the hierarchy of updating, but I, I'd imagine any if you're running whatever flavor of Android you're running, depending on how far back the, the update is going to go, how far back, what versions of the Snapdragon are affected, I don't know. It doesn't specify. Um, but older flavors of Android may not get the security patch. And that's why planned obsolescence is necessary for some of the older devices that may or not may not support the current architecture that the operating systems are running on. So update and get your security setting, get your security updates when they come out, because it's important. A lot of these are more high profile and things that may not affect a normal consumer, but it's better safe than sorry, in my opinion. Uh, you know, QuakeCon 2020 took place uh, last weekend. And uh, I got to tell you, they, they they did. You get the Bethesda launcher, right? Which is for playing your games from the Bethesda lineup. And you've got some great games in there. And they were giving away a copy of Quake, the original Quake. And, you know, we, wow. get, we get so romantic over these games, right? You think, wow, I remember playing that. I, I can't wait. And I did. I downloaded the game. I was so excited. Got the launcher, got all set up, and I was ready to go. And I started playing the game, and I go, oh, this game sucks. <laughs> oh, it's funny that you say that because you know what I just saw? Um, yeah, I think it was yesterday or the night before. Um, Battletoads is back. Oh, you're kidding me! Really? No, I just I downloaded it because it was in the Xbox. Uh, well, you missed yeah. it. You missed it last week. Leisure Suit Larry is coming back. Yes, yeah. Oh yes. no. All right, that's it for this week's Tech Talk Radio. Uh, I'm Andy. Oh, hey, look who's back! Oh, <laughs> just to, just in time for the end of the show. What did you What did you have for dinner, my friend? Uh spaghetti. Nice. Very yes. good. You bring bring it for the rest of us because we're all very hungry. I, I will mail it to you. I'm not, I can't I can't guarantee the freshness, but I will mail it to you. You know the crazy thing is, Amanda, John, Sean, he would do that. I would get an he envelope was. in the mail full of yes. spaghetti. Probably. Yes. And a yep. yeah, yep. bubble wrapped in a flattened meatball. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. We'll be back next week with more of Tech Talk Radio. If you've got a question for us, please feel free to send it in to us. You can email us, tech guys. Uh, at techtalkradio.com. Uh, keep an eye on the blog. Amanda's working on some stuff for the blog, and we've got more stuff on there. So please subscribe. Give us a like to our show. Um, and more than anything, if you go on to iTunes, give us a like right there because that uh, really helps people find our show, and we do appreciate it. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeird. I'm Broadway. I'm Amanda. And I'm Justin. Find us on Twitter, at Tech Talk Radio. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>